the blessing of women. This week I flew to North Dakota for a wedding for one of our former Focus missionaries. And on the way back, we, we get on the plane, and ahead of me is a dad, and across the aisle is this woman who has a baby that's about one year old. And there's an issue with the plane, and so we're sitting there, and we're sitting there, um, and we're sitting there for about an hour and a half just sitting on the plane. And then eventually the pilot's like, all right, you know, everybody get off, deboard. And well, keep in mind, our flight was at 10 o'clock at night. And, <laughs> and then we go and we sit in the terminal. And then we get back on the plane. And then we're sitting and waiting. And then they close the doors. And they're like, and now we're going to de-ice. And so all in all, so here's this baby who's clearly off schedule. I mean, we were all a little off schedule, right? So... <laughs> And, and so this baby's just like, what's going on? And crying out. And, and this mother is doing everything she can to console this, this little girl. Like, technique number one. All right, technique number two. Technique number three, you know? And, and the husband, like, I, I did see the husband hold the baby at one point when the baby was sleeping. <laughs> um, <laughs> and then it's like pitch black, because now it's the middle of the night. And, and the baby cries out, and it's like this instant reaction. I mean, it's beautiful. Like, all of a sudden, the arms come out. Baby's over there, you know? And, and, and so I, I was a little nervous with the weather and the maintenance issue and all that. Uh, so I'm grateful for the pilot and the crew. But for me, in this eight-hour ordeal, the real MVP was his mother. Exhausted like the rest of us, pouring herself out of love for this baby. For a baby that will never know all the actions that were done in that one night just to care for her. Women are a blessing. They have an important role in our story of salvation. And today we are presented with Mary, the one who's blessed even among the blessing of women. Of all the blessings, she's the greatest that what has happened right before this story is the Archangel Gabriel has appeared to her and told her that her life is going in a totally new direction, it's gonna be disrupted, that she's going to give birth to the Savior. And, and none of this is a, it's not about her, it's about what God's doing through her, and yet she chooses to cooperate, to not get resentful, to not, it doesn't seem like she's acting like she's burdened, but what does she do even in this moment what we hear today is she travels in haste to her cousin Elizabeth who's six months pregnant. And we know that Elizabeth is holding John the Baptist. And so John the Baptist, you know, in a sense, hears the voice of Mary, the blessing of Mary, and, and leaps for joy in his mother's womb, knowing that the Savior is near, that wherever Mary is, the Savior is. And so women... God works with, through, and in them in the story of salvation, and Mary is the, the crown. It's interesting this phrase, blessed among women, just to highlight how Mary fits into this role of, in God's plan. It's used three times in scripture. So blessed are you among women. It's three times. The first is in the book of Judges, there's this woman named Jael. She's a Jewish hero, and this foreign king, Sisera, um, comes, and in the tent, she 
It's a little graphic, nothing, uh, maybe PG-13. She takes a tent peg and just right through his temple and kills him. That she delivers the Jewish people. She's the hero. Secondly, in the book of Judith, there's another Jewish heroine. She takes a sword and cuts off the head of their enemy, the general Holofernes. And then here's, there's Mary. This is the third time we're hearing Mary blessed among women. The other two were these Jewish hero women who struck at the head of the enemy. Well, if we remember Genesis 3.15, God says to the serpent, I will put enmity between you and the woman, between your offspring and hers. They will strike at your head while you strike at their heel. That God is fulfilling this promise through Mary. That Mary's son, Jesus, will, will stomp Satan. And it's a promise for us that God, God fulfills his promises. And he gives us Mary to be our defender, our protector, our advocate. That Mary is completely united with the will of God. Like we hear in the book of Hebrews today, Behold, I come to do your will. Mary says, Let it be done to me according to your word. That that's, that she, she's blessed because she says yes to God's will with, with graciousness, with humility, with great love. And so as I, I read the readings today, I was just struck with the, the genius and the gift of women and, and what a blessing they are and how God they're, they're an important, they're integral in God's plan of salvation. And, and the crown of that is Mary. Here's, here's just a little illustration for the genius of women. When I, when I was at this wedding, there was a bunch of students and former students who were there. And so we had breakfast together and we had some time. So they said, hey, Father, come back. We, all, we got an Airbnb and we can you know, hang out. I was like, great. So we walk into this Airbnb and there were, I think there were like seven girls there or something. And I walk in and someone's like, Father, would you like some hot tea? I was like, oh, sure, it's 10 degrees outside. I'd love some hot tea. And then a few minutes later, another girl says, um, I'm going to make some cookies. And then she you know, starts making cookies. And it's like, wow. And then another girl's, a couple of girls were like, we're going to go get coffee. So they went to get coffee. And then they called me. And they go, Father, you said you didn't have a card yet. We can just pick one up here while we're out. And I was like, oh. And then <laughs> come back later. And they're like, OK, so we have a plan. So Father, you're going to go in the first car and then whatever. I'm like, this is unbelievable. <laughs> If I was with a group of guys, they would have, one would have said, hey, Father, you want some tea? I'm like, yeah. And they'd say, well, get me some, too. You know? <laughs> like, there's just, there's just a, a, a beauty, a graciousness, a love, a sacrificial nature. And so did God have to send us a Savior through Mary, through a woman? No. But it's so fitting that it, that it reveals another side of God's love that's so nurturing and caring and patient and through that plan mary the new eve becomes the mother for us all that we have an advocate that's why it's it's a good practice maybe you do this already but if you don't to pray the rosary every day especially for people who say well i don't you know i don't really have time for prayer i don't pray very much for me in my life it happened in high school, it happened in college. Whenever I felt disconnected from God, I, I didn't know what to do. I'm like, I don't know how to pray. What do I do? I picked up the rosary. 
the rosary is the fastest way to the Lord. Because wherever Mary is, Jesus is. And so because Mary is close to us today and every day, we know that Christ is near. And we cannot go wrong under the care of so perfect, so good, of Mary, the woman who's so blessed among women.